You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. This podcast and all the podcasts at oneofus.net are brought to you by you, the subscribers. It's you guys who pay for us to keep putting out new content. And thank you so much. I can't tell you how much we appreciate it here because we love what we do. Also brought to you by Oscar Blues Brewing. Located in Austin, Texas, Boulder, Colorado, Longmont, Colorado, and Brevard, North Carolina, it's the original craft beer in the can. Books and Beer. I'm Zach. I'm a writer. Miguel is a person that turns on and off the lights and the... Takes a couple tries, though. And, uh... Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't do shit around here, but I do a couple podcasts, so, you know, kind of... Dude, you're, you are, like, you, you're, you're doing one of us. Though. I don't need to be jazzed up. Go ahead, man. Dude, let me give you a hand. Um, I'm a writer. I am not receiving a handy currently. <laughs> I am watching longingly as Zach goes <laughs> yeah. to town. It's a little bit... It's like an old ketchup bottle. <laughs> brought to you by brought to you by Gushers and lots of pre cuts and Hanes. <laughs> At this point, you're just mashing it. Bro. Oh, dude, uh, she's mashing it. Oh, you, you need a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, has anyone seen uh, Princess Bride? Uh, Iocane powder never across a Sicilian when death is on the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go one of those situations but with some extremely hot uh chicken nuggets that are actually Very probably fi- physically cold cuz they've been sitting here all night. But <laughs> the sauces themselves are <laughs> the nuggets are cold and the beer's warm on books and beer. <laughs> so is it my it's my turn. It's your yeah. turn, but all you right. can definitely dab some sauce off. Yeah. All Give right. them the paper towel. And so the, the three sauces are... Uh, the uh, yellow bird ghost pepper sriracha. Yeah, there's the last dab. The last dab from the Hot Ones. Which from is Hot Ones. The hottest sauce, technically. Yeah, which I had last round. And then we have the bomb toll the insanity, bomb beyond insanity, which is the worst sauce. And you had last It's time. hot and it tastes like asshole. And why are we doing this? We are doing this because it's body horror, and we love to torture ourselves. Yeah. I just want to point it out that last round, I put the bomb beyond insanity in front of Andrew, and these numb nuts all swished him around, and then right. Andrew got the bomb beyond insanity. I got it again. back. I got it back. So, so Zach, Zach, Zach set him up the way he wants. So it's my turn to switch. So Andrew's going to switch. The plates we have in front of us. He's don't, trying to. He's trying to look think. at the eyes. Dude, you gotta keep. Gotta look don't the don't eyes. you dare try to like get me to switch to you. <laughs> We're like moving the plate forward. I just want to make sure you had full access. So Angel right now is trying to decide whether or not I think Zach, Zach would put it uh, in front of himself. <laughs> what do you think? I think Zach is a little more devious. The only question about Zach though is. Whether he thinks I put it in front of him, that he, put, he put it in front of himself, or not. I really do not want to bomb the throw on Sanity. Andrew Sweatbullet. I'm keeping it in front of myself. You know? uh, okay. That's good. That was good. <laughs> don't, don't say that, dude. He's fucking fluffing him up. All right. <laughs> I'm fluffing him. I'm, I'm staying with mine. I'm staying with mine. That's it. That's our so that's what we got. Good job, Andrew. Um, you won. <laughs> Fuck! God damn it! Uh, I, co- I don't want to do it to you. I don't want to hurt you. You know? <laughs> oh, so- you better get this on the next one, man. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. This wait. is the hottest water. Are you kidding me? No, it is. Wait. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I need something to drink. What are we drinking? Oh, um, blood, blood and honey. Yeah, no? blood and honey. The problem is it's soaked already. It's already soaked in there. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you wipe off. Oh, you guys are pussies. This one tastes great. <laughs> well, you got the you got the lightest one. Yeah. You okay there? Oh, so hot. Dude. I'm just trying to swallow it and not throw up at the same time. That's what she said. <laughs> You know, I've I've never had that problem. <laughs> it's hard to choke when it's only getting the back of your teeth. <laughs> so we're drinking blood and honey right now. All right, so so we're talking about the monkey treatment by George R R Martin. Uh, monkey treatment. It's about a guy who's very very fat. He meets his friend, <laughs> like some unmarked building or whatever. Some there's some weird things. He meets his friend, and his friend also used to be real fat, but he's very skinny. He's like, what's the secret? What's the secret? 
<laughs> and the guy's like, well, I got the secret. You got to go. You got to go to this one place. And he goes to this one place. It's like a Chinese guy. But you got you to get the monkey treatment. Yeah. It's very racist. But but at first, he's like, you don't want the monkey treatment. Yeah. But anyways, he wants it because he's very fat. And he How are my lips on fire? They didn't even touch the fucking nugget. Sorry, go ahead. So anyways, he meets this Chinese guy. And the Chinese guy's like, oh, you're here for the monkey treatment. I know you are because you're really fat. All right. So this story... It's really grotesque. <laughs> oh, I can't even fucking talk right I'm always one hot sauce away from being gay. It's what I just learned about myself. I just want to repeat that. <laughs> Miguel says he's always one hot sauce away from being a gay. No, not being a gay. I didn't say a gay. I said gay. <laughs> I'm writing this, all right, dude? <laughs> It, yeah, we're, that's, that's, uh, that, uh, that's that dirtbag left in you called up A-Gay. <laughs> All right. Zach is down to his boxers right now. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm, com- I'm, I'm coming oh. up on it. All right. All right, so I'm sure a lot of what a lot of this has been edited out. But the guy goes to the Chinese guy. Yo, you want the monkey treatment? Yes, I want the monkey treatment. I actually... <laughs> When I read this, I've read this like three times. Every time I've read it, I just picture, picture George R. R. Martin. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> main character. It was like fucking fedora walking in with his suspenders. Yeah. This is definitely a personal story for him. Yeah. As a fat dude, it was definitely a personal story for me. So I I have to imagine him writing. I don't know, 84, was he as fat as he is now? No, he, he wasn't. Okay. He, so he's, he fluctuated in his weight, but he was, you know... Um, but he's always wear, worn that, that purple yeah. hat. Yeah. Okay, okay. This story reminded me of Quitter's Inc. by Stephen King in Stephen King's first collection, The Night Shift. And in Quitter's Inc., basically, he wants to learn how to... He wants to stop smoking. And he, he's tried many times. He goes to this place called Quitter's Inc. And in Quitter's Inc., okay, yeah, yeah. You want to quit smoking? Cool. Anytime, if you're going to light up a cigarette, we're going to kill your family. And so it's kind of a similar kind of thing, like quitting smoking... Not eating like these are like you know I I have an addictive personality I used to smoke and yeah. dude I fucking eat like a like a madman you know and so I understand like like the the, the lengths people go to um, so would to you stop. would you get a monkey that sits on your back that no one can see but it just slaps you every time you try to eat no I mean because here's the thing it's not really billed as that you know when he goes in he's kind of tricked into it yeah. What I didn't like about this story was that most characters, they have this coming, right? Mm-hmm. Because they go in. He goes in. He's like, no, I actually, uh, I, I don't think I should be here because it's like a really, really fat Chinese dude that's like kind of stereotypical yeah, racist. Yeah, it's racist stereotype. He's I mean, not in the 80s. The right? guy from the Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, but fatter. Yeah, but, but fat. And he's yeah. like, oh, you want this? You want this? Like, that's yeah. literally how he's talking. Like, oh, I'll give you this. And he's like, no, I, I actually don't want it. Yeah. Now. But then he, he gets a monkey treatment anyways. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, but, but why, why does he have this coming? He didn't even yeah. want this. Yeah. Like, this is just like a good character where these. I wanted yeah. to tell you who he reminds me of is Ignatius P. Riley. Yeah. The, the main character yeah. from, um, oh shoot. Yeah. Uh, Confederacy of Dunces. Confederacy of Dunces. Yeah. Uh, I don't, have you ever read Confederacy of Dunces? No, Ignatius, the only main character that I know that's named Ignatius is from Horns. Yeah, that's no. another good book. Horns is a great book. No, for, but this guy from... Is that Joe Hill? Yeah, yeah it's, so, great, it's great. It's great. Um, Ignatius P. Riley is this kind of fat, bumbling guy who, <sighs> who thinks himself intellectually superior well, to everybody. He, he's basically like a, an internet troll. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah before yeah, internet, internet trolls. Internet trolls yeah. yeah, he was a neckbeard. No. But, th- but he's, like, he's like well-intentioned. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I agree there. But he's just a guy who's tried every diet and he can't. Yeah, yeah but he, he didn't even want it. But, but this is also like, there's that trope, is that Simpsons episode, The Monkey Hand, remember? Monkey's Paw. The Monkey's, Monkey's Paw. Paw. Okay, so yeah, we have to do an episode of The Devil's Shop. Well, the, the, but this right? is The Devil's Shop. These useful things from, yeah. from Stephen yeah. King. Right, and when you try to go back to it, it's gone. Yeah. And, and what's funny about this is, 
when he goes when he tries to go back to the place he went, there's like a homeless person like, Oh yeah, I see all you fucking fat, fat, fat people just, coming back and running around, around like yeah, idiots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The story to me was okay. It's just like it, to me it's like it checks all the boxes of a story. It's it's totally passable reading. It's not essential in any way. He, he's he's definitely done better. It's yeah. just one that I specifically remember as body horror. Right. And I mean, there's some horrific things. Like the it's so unrealistically the way he described it, it's so unrealistically yeah. big. And also the way that the monkey grows. I was about yeah. to say that's one of the things I like. As the protagonist got skinnier because he couldn't eat. The monkey kept getting bigger, so he wasn't actually so, losing any weight. So when right. he steps on we didn't scale. even, yeah, we didn't even get into this. The monkey slaps the food and eats the food out when he's trying yeah. to eat. He's the only person that can see it, and everyone else just thinks that he's going insane. Yeah. So the ending falls off a building. The monkey breaks yeah. his fall. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he right. jumps out the, the window. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I'm, and he's he lives. So he actually does win. Oh, yeah, he actually yeah, does. Yeah, I never thought yeah, of that. Way. Yeah, so yeah. he wins in the end. Yeah, so, and, then, and then, but but then he orders a pizza. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing about that is he didn't want the monkey treatment. Yeah. And the standard of the monkey treatment is it doesn't matter if you want it, you're going to get it, and you're not you're not going to win. You're just going to have this monkey in your back the entire time, and then you're going to starve to death. Yeah. Like thinner. Right. Yeah. But he actually wins. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't want it in the first place. <laughs> so I mean, it's a little bit of a redemption of the story. You know, the story yeah. there. Yeah. I I think. Just had to try to commit suicide in order to get there. Yeah, it's definitely not one of George R. R. Martin's best because he I, he is one of my favorite writers and he's one of my favorite short story writers specifically. But I think he he can do horror, but when he does horror sci-fi, it's the best. He wrote to sell short stories. Yeah, you know, at, at this time. Yeah, you know, this was before he got big. You know, th- this was you know he's not trying to. He's just trying to sell short stories. Right. He, I think he was a journalist when, yeah. he, when he when he wrote this. So I don't highly recommend it, but at the same time, like the only reason I don't highly recommend this is because we went over some really really good stuff so far. Well, but here's know, and, and and leading into what we're going to talk about next. Like this is lesser, but I really enjoyed everything we read. I I would put this above. The Chuck Palahniuk thing, it's more enjoyable to read. It might not be technically better, but, like, it's an easier read. It's, more, more it's a more yeah. fun read. Right. It's more fantastical. It's more horror and less literary. So if you're more of a genre well, person... I mean, let's, 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 let's get straight here. The Chuck Palahniuk story also isn't literary. I know there's, like, this distinction that... that you know, literary Dude, folks. Dude, it was in Playboy. Yeah, well, well, literary folks don't like genre fiction, and genre folks don't like literary fiction. I feel like I'm sitting more in the middle where it's just. Dude, shut the fuck up, Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's just. I, I feel like Chuck Palahniuk's story was was exercise and gross out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, that's, that's why I, I think this one might be more enjoyable. Are you yeah. a George R. R. Uh, no, R. actually, I haven't read very much George R. Okay, R. R. so, yeah, so, uh, Andrew, I mean, I'm sorry. Zach, is this a good um, intro for George R. R. Martin or not? Well, honestly, not no. not particularly okay. because it's it's just all right. You know, it's it's solid. Yeah. Um, it's not indicative of his writing? No, because he's, uh, maybe of his horror, of his, sorry, of his straight 80s horror, Yeah, I would say it's right on average or maybe even a little bit above average for his straight horror that he was writing yeah. in the 80s. Sand Kings, which is a science fiction version of the the devil's shop that you don't you don't want to buy this and the, the person warns you, you don't want to buy this item. Yeah. It's going to fuck up your life. And yeah. they, they are their vein and they buy it anyways. Well, this, what I appreciate about this and, and, you know, let me know what your thoughts on this was that there's a goofiness and there's a humor to this yeah, story. yeah. The other stories lack. This is a kind of a self-aware story. Yeah, and it's almost like you know, you and I are Simpsons fans. Mm-hmm. He he's kind of like a Matt Groening type character. Yeah, uh, the way he's writing is this. You know, that could be a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah, I, I see that as uh, the comic book guy. One of the parts I, I liked about this was the the ways in which um, the main character was able to f- figure out ways to eat. 
So yeah. he was always yeah, going to get right. like, like pieces of hair and scratch up. He's like uh, the attrition, right? He's going out of every ten bites, he's going to get one or two of them. Yeah. So he was just dunking his head into like a bowl of cereal yeah. and just swallowing as much as like that was so realistic because that's that's what you would do. I, I love feeling uh, whenever there's a um, a way to to defeat something. So in a in a lot of stories. In in most horror, in, in most low budget horror m- movies nowadays, it's just like the main character dies at the end, or the main character's family dies at the end, or whatever. Because there's no, there's it, it is like the a war of attrition that cannot be won. Uh, the thing that I liked about this story is that there were proper try fail cycles, and in like in all the horror nowadays, it's just like it's just a try fail. There's no succeed ever. In yeah. any horror, it's just yeah. all bleak, and and somehow this this character does manage to get a bite of food, and you're just like, yes, yeah. yeah. I, I I recommend this one. It's uh, I enjoyed it. You, like you said, we've seen uh, t- these types of stories in the past, but it was fun. Yeah, me. I mean, I, I I don't dislike it. Quick quick question: Have either of you read Thinner by Stephen yeah. King? Yeah, 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 is that good? Is it similar? Um, well, this. He has so much fucking Stephen King, he can't write. It's very hard for him to write short stories. He's a verbose. Yeah, to say the least. So it's a lot better. He has more time to to flesh out the characters and all that. Uh, to turn a phrase. Uh, flat? <laughs> what are you trying to say? That he's fat? Yeah. So um, I like Thinner better, but. You know, for short stories, this is pretty good too. Well, we were thinking about reading thinner. For yeah, time. but it's too. Yeah. Simple. I mean, and this this we podcast we read so much. We're not going to read any Stephen. Okay, here's the thing. On this in this podcast, we're not going to read any Stephen. King. Okay. I, well, I don't want to say that, but short like, stories. Hold on, hold on, do fuck Stephen hold King. Like, like, I love Stephen King, but like hold everyone's on. fucking right. Okay, King. hold on. We can say we're not going to read any Stephen King for this podcast, but we're going to direct him over to another podcast, Castle Rock Radio, yeah. from Max Booth and Lori. Uh, Lori Michelle, they they run Perpetual Motion Machine Publishing. Yeah, but they have a podcast that's dedicated solely to Stephen King stories, books, uh, and and adaptations. You you love Dos Ex Machina? Go go read that. Yeah. Go listen to that. No, podcast. no, they got a great podcast. They got a great podcast. Do you like uh, too much uh, character development yeah. and uh, shitty ending? Go check yeah, out that yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, you like, uh, uh, you yeah, like uh, the six? Uh, Clive Barker. <laughs> uh, I like. You Clive like thirteen-year-old uh, gangbangs? Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, dude! It was different back in the eighties. <laughs> that was okay. Here's Stephen King's excuse. You know, I was on a lot of cocaine. You know, I was drinking a lot. And, and that was, that was actually the first book that he wrote sober. Yeah, so. dude, I, yeah. <laughs> it was the first book he wrote. He finished sober. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah one of the books that we read for this. It was very much like a Stephen King book, and that was... And that's yeah, the yeah, truth? That's All the right. Truth. Oh, yeah, here we go. segue. We go All right, so we're going to talk about the truth. The truth. And there's a similarity between the stories we're reading right now. They're, they're like eating body horror. Yeah. Speaking of, we just ate some terrible shit. We just ate some terrible shit, so we're taking a break. We're, 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 <laughs> when we get to the next section, we're going to have my nugs. Yeah. I don't Dude, I have your nugs whenever you want. <laughs> are, are we? I'm yeah, gonna die. Yeah, we're going to. God damn it. The Troop by Nick Cutter. This who, was Nick Cutter, who was actually a pen name for some other. Yeah, I forgot. Wait, the wait, wait, who who is it for? Uh, I forgot. The guys I forgot the guy's name. name. Keep talking. Is, about is, it. is, is he on? Is, has he need, written other shit? I don't even. Yeah, he has. I actually Keep don't. About I, I, I haven't read anything. I didn't read up on it. I saw that it was a pen name, and I didn't care to read more. So honestly, this was the hardest thing. Uh, that I've ever read. Probably, well, I why think. is that? Um, I think it has to do with what's going on with people's stomachs. And like, I don't know, it's just like it, the way everything's written and how how fucked up the body horror is. It, it is similar to like how Chuck Palahniuk, like how gross, like the gross out part is, but a little bit more horrific because it, it it's like a, a an ongoing moment when the chestburster scene, the aliens, yeah. but like coming out the ass yeah. or like coming out like the stomach. Where yeah. uh, I don't know, it was just really, really not super enjoyable for me. I don't think I I think 
I think that's right. A lot like a Stephen King story. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. And a bunch of twelve year olds hanging right. out. The kids. And it, it was like it was like Lord of the Flies. Yes. Right? Thank you. It's what but, but, but there's also like, I like stand. But yeah, I like the dual narrative that was going on. There's like the kids, and then you get like the dual narrative through like the court proceedings, yeah, yeah. the newspaper, newspaper clippings, clippings or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you get that dual narrative going through. It's actually like a triple narrative because you hear about like the kid's dad. Who's like the police chief or whatever, and it's like, yeah, it has a newspaper. There's always a police chief in a Stephen King. (laughs) Yeah, there's just like, there's so many similarities to to Stephen King's narrative style that it almost felt like this could have been a pseudonym for Stephen King. To me, I was thinking it's the Stan meets Lord of the Flies meets like Slither. Like, there's so many. Slither, but like. Grosser and not oh, yeah. not not as uh, fun. Like so, there's nothing fun about this. So this no, was written yeah, by Craig Davidson. No his, so Craig Davidson is his real name. Right, his pen name is Nick Canadian author. Uh, Canadian. Uh, yeah, Stop okay, reading. Go ahead. Stop reading. Out. His his, his style has uh, been compared to that of Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, I don't know. I think Chuck Palahniuk is a little more conversational. Conversational. So, and he has a little bit, a little bit he, better. He, he has a sharper style. Yeah. yeah. Rust and Bone, The Fighter, Sarah Court, Cataract City, and he has another pen name, um, Patrick Lustuka. Dude, what's with Mother Bitch name, Fight, dude? The Preserve, and yeah, so he's he's not that. I don't know why he needs two pen names already. If he, yeah, he's just he's just a yeah. He's yeah. Just so a bitch. so <laughs> if we could describe the, the story, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's basically get, get. Uh, the troop is like these um, Boy Scouts who are going on a, a weekend. Um, Trip to kind of like get badges and shit like yeah, that. A sexual walkabout. <laughs> a walkabout. <laughs> That's not happening at all. It's actually not a sexual walkabout <laughs> no, no, no. at all. And so it's like, I don't even know how many kids are. It's about six kids. I'd say you know it's not Stephen King. Yeah. It's not exactly. a sexual There's walkabout. No gangbang. Yeah. Yeah, so, no gangbang and no giant years. spider in the sewer. <laughs> Sorry, Miguel. No, no, Always go interrupting right you. And um, so they're, they're, they're going on um, this weekend trip to get badges and shit. They go to this like deserted island. There's one cabin. There's they're told not to bring any phones. There's kind of like no way to reach anybody else except for this like a ham radio sort of thing. And then the first night that they're there, some dude comes out uh, from the mainland on a boat and he's infected, and he tries to like get shelter at their place. And the um, the, the scout leader, I guess you would say, kind of like lets him in begrudgingly, lets him in. Because he's a doctor. Because he's a doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he's a bone saw. I and then, a bone saw. Yeah. yeah. And little by, that was probably the worst decision he's ever made in his life. Right. And little by little. in his mouth. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> everybody kind of gets infected. Not everybody, but people start to get infected. And it's little by little. Yeah, it's a, a, these worms that, that get in you. And that's truly, truly horrific. I, what, what did you think? I, I thought that this was. The, the grossest thing I read out of all this. And to me, it's like, it's the idea of a parasite inside of you. It's a, it's a mix between the hunger. It's a mix between like the prolapse shit. It's, it's a, I don't know, just ha- like having something inside of you that you can't, I mean, it's, it's not super scary. Okay. It's not like it, I, it was the grossest and maybe hardest thing to read. I honestly think... Okay, so if you listen to the last episode, I mean, in one of the last episodes with Lucas Mangum, I still think the labia thing that he wrote (laughs) is the grossest thing I've ever read. Yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. I mean... I thought that was cool. I mean, mean, like, shredded up labia by some... It was disgusting, man. Yeah. Lost my boner immediately. (laughs) Dude, I was like, oh, I have to stop jerking off right now. Well, I mean, I, know, I, I jerked true. off to that, so I guess yeah. it's just different strokes for different it, folks. But out, out of what we read, that was definitely the grossest thing. I, I, that just that one description grossed me out. The troop, I mean, I don't know. I I was kind of, I, I honestly was kind of bored through it. After a while, no, it, it, it became, is. It's it became not. like um, uh, Ten Little Indians or whatever. Yeah. Like, he, he, somebody kept dying, and I, I wasn't too entertained with it. I wasn't pretty. I wasn't impressed by it at all. I, the, I give it two and a half out of five stars. Two and a half out of five. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's competently written. It, it's like homage to Stephen King. It's like gross, like Palinic. It does all these things. It like checks all the that, boxes. That it's yeah. like, but I don't like Palinic's grossness. I don't like Stephen King's annoying character development. Like all these things that I don't give a shit about. He like put in a novel and made a competent novel that I don't give a shit about. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, Other than it's really gross, and like some, like there's a moment for for me in particular where uh, it's, it's very scientific. There's a scientist that is experimenting that they create this parasite, this super parasite. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is the most disturbing thing to me that I that I've read out of all of this, mm-hmm. where uh, he, they create this thing and they give it to these chimpanzees and they just coldly watch these chimpanzees just like i don't know if they're they're eating they're like eating bark because uh the thing is with these uh they're like a it's like a tapeworm that makes you extremely hungry and make you that'll make you eat anything to make your your stomach literally bursting that was another mo like thing that was like really gross for me is like People will eat like sand and dirt until their stomach and insides burst. Yeah, and then then it bursts full of like these larvae of these worms. That's well, that's fucking gross. Right. Well, I, the the more interesting story to me was the outer story, the story without the kids. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. To me, that was more compelling. What do you mean, the outer story? Well, it's a, it's it's not about the kids. It's basically a court testimony. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was more compelling to me. I was like, oh, there's a psychopath with the kids, and yeah. oh, oh, there's a, there's a weak kid, and yeah. oh, there's a there's the leader, and yeah. then yeah, yeah, yeah. who gives a shit about those yeah. kids? Yeah. They're gonna fucking die in yeah. like two paragraphs. Hey, but you know, but you know, he, he goes on that boat, man, with the hunger. Dude. Yeah, the end. The end. <laughs> One of the things I, I liked is that it kind of subverted some of the, the 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 troop leader. You thought he was gonna be the main guy. He ends up die, spoiler alert. He ends up dying very early on, yeah. and then. The the uh, the strongest kids they end up dying in the end. Or very oh the jock the like yeah, the he jo- gets locked in the in in uh, uh, the closet and then like tries to eat his way out. Yeah, right? exactly. That, yeah. And then uh, the, the other guy who's kind of like hit the 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 opposite of him, you know, like he he gets it too. So in the end, it's like the nerd and kind of like the the median guy. But but, the, but, but don't you think the, the way the Psychopath kind of survives was very generic and annoying. But don't and then you think dies. when the when the subversion is so equally opposite of what's standard, it's just as cliche. Yeah, I, you know. I, and I, I feel I like that, I, I feel like that's service to who you think your audience is. Yeah, I mean, it still feels just as phony as the cliche. Uh, and, and in and my what, opinion, what I was gonna say is um, there's nothing here. That we haven't read before. Um, if you've read The Strain by uh, Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan, they had um, the Strigoi, which is, you got it. I love I it. I just got it, yeah. Uh, it's so good. And they have, it's kind of like a, a different take on the vampire genre where th- there's these like white, it's like kind of like sperm or something. It's underneath your skin, and if you use UV light, if you're infected, you can see it. So we we already saw that in the strain. So like this troop, it's nothing new, you know. So he's just taking a bunch of stuff from things that have already been in. It's fucking Ready Player One for for this market, you know. Like, Yo, this uh, is better. Than Ready Player <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, right? As as, as un- entertaining and unreadable as this is, it's better than Ready yeah, Player I mean, One. It's yeah, just, it's just it's mercifully short. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. You know, uh, I never. I, w- I would never recommend it to anybody, and I don't feel a need to read it again. Yo, this was recommended to me. That's yeah. that's how I was like, "What's the scariest book you've ever read?" And someone what said, this I book see this is scary. And, yeah, no. and it, I, I, just, I, I don't find contagion kind of stories that scary. Well, and it, and if it is, which is uh, it's the one with Dustin Hoffman uh, outbreak. <laughs> that's the one, right? <laughs> which is funny because you're just saying it's not. You don't find the contagion. Story scary, which is funny because those are the ones that are probably the most accurate. Like that's probably what's going to take us down. Except for it. it's not going to prolapse my anus. Yeah, that's true. I'm just going to die of fucking Ebola. Well, I, mean, I want to okay. run my fingers through your hair. Can I? I you want to? I always feel to, like ooh. I always feel like people are asking for ooh. What's the scariest thing you've read? And horror is not really about like oh I'm so scared. You know, there's like a doom. There's a yeah. You know, there's a foreboding. Uh, but when people say oh what's the scariest thing you've ever read, dude. I, I, someone told me it was the scariest thing they read. Mm-hmm. Read it. Like, I wasn't. I mean, it's not, dude. It's amazing, but it's like a horror fantasy. Yeah, it's not really. You know, what are people looking for? Yeah, you know, dude. When they're hereditary, hereditary scariest thing I've seen. All right, it's it's like a jump. People say, "Oh, it's scary." They're looking for jump scares, which we all know are cheap, and you know that's it. Yeah. 
And he's telling you to build a story around yeah, it. Yeah. Good I, to have. I would say this is a skip. For me, it's a skip. Yeah, it's a skip for me. It's 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 the least interesting thing that we read on, on this list. If you've read every Stephen King book and every Joe Hill book. And you fucking yeah. have a, a dick that you still need to jack off. Yeah, and you like, can't wait four months for Stephen King to release yeah. his next book. You yeah. can go ahead and read this one. Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, the, so when Susser stirs by Jeremy Robert Johnson, yeah. <laughs> what did you think about that, Zach? <laughs> so I think uh, I think Zach forgot. There's a to, tumbleweed uh, <laughs> going by over yeah, here. So I'll check out. Zach forgot to read it, but we've all had kind of a crazy month, and then, yeah. you know, and, and Austin has been Austin has been under some pressure lately. Yeah. But uh, this story, what I liked about this story, and it's interesting because the perspective kind of shifts in the middle and almost seamlessly. Yeah. Right? And it's a similar, like, there's a parasite, kind of. And, he, and the guy's a pacifist, so he doesn't want to kill his parasite. Even right, the doctor's right. like, you got to kill this fucking parasite. Yeah. And as as the narrator's talking, it shifts into the parasite. Yeah. Because the parasite is more t- is taking over his brain. I don't know if it was the story or the production value on the podcast that we heard it on. Yeah. I actually read I I read what, the story what podcast first. Is this is on? horror. What this podcast is it on? Yeah, yeah, this is horror. The name of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> this is horror. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's actually a great podcast. Yeah, but yeah. what's it called? Uh, this is horror. Oh, okay. This is no, no. no I get that it's a uh, yeah. horror type of uh, or this is horror. This is horror. <laughs> yeah, because the production value on that is so great. That's what I heard it on. Right. Is that halfway through? So it's the the narrator just talking about how he got this. Um, he had like a cut on the top of his, uh, yeah, the roof of his mouth, and he started um, messing around with it, and then that's how he gets this kind of tapeworm thing, and then halfway through it switches so seamlessly into instead of I I I, it's we we yeah. we yeah we we and the voices that, you know, there's like a modulation exactly. you're hearing two voices at exactly. once on that podcast. Right. Are you talking about the the chub? You said wee 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 wee. Uh, yeah, the little wee wee. But it, I, I, the story was good. It's so quick to read, yeah. so quick to listen to. Eight and minutes. if you're listening to it, this is horror. Has it on their archive? You can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely it, horror. It, it's yeah. kind of silly yeah. that you know somebody wouldn't take eight minutes to listen yeah, to I this. Know. He was just taking a tad. Yeah, nope. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I can't say. It. Maybe your mom might be listening. <laughs> this, no, but a tat Yeah, you you got a tat too, didn't you? Uh, that's body horror, right? Yeah, that's so, body horror. Uh, so uh, I got my t- my sternum tattooed. I recommend I, I recommend this because it's kind of it started out. It, it ended up being a we are lesion yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. You know? So uh, this was a fun listen or read or whatever. So yeah, I'd recommend this. One. And who's it by? Jeremy Robert Johnson. Okay. And it's uh, it, it's not so much horrific, but it, it it does something in the narrative that is different than any of these other stories. He's got a couple other books that are really great. Um, Skull Crack City. If y'all haven't read it, go read that one too. Okay. I give it a five out of five popcorn bags. <laughs> I, I, I say read it. Yeah, Listen definitely. To it. Yeah. I mean, it's there's great. no reason not. It's. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to since it's only eight minutes. Guys, <laughs> come on! You totally need to listen to this. I give it my full endorsement. <laughs> all right. So um, all right. Place. So now we're gonna transfer. Well, for, well, first thing. We're gonna uh, open up a jar of pickles. Jar of pickle juice. Oh my pickle God. juice beer. Yeah, this uh, is called. Wait, this is called pickle fucker. Um, is it called pickle? Yeah, it is called K L F K R. It is called pickle fucker, and it is from my uh, my hashtag hometown. Hashtag hometown. Hashtag New Braunfels. Hashtag YOLO. What's up, uh, all my uh, unicorn buddies? What's going on? Uh, New Braunfels High School. Two thousand. Are, are you done? Uh, How did I react when you guys? Said that this is brewed from pickle juice. Uh, it was a pretty hey, horrific. Oh, guys, stop it. I, <laughs> I don't like it. I hate pickles. I don't want pickle oh. juice. I feel like my voice went a couple octaves. Pickle juice? Yeah. It, it was exactly that. Pickle juice? Um, Your eyeballs got real big. <laughs> hey, Miguel's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like I was hitting on your sister when yeah. we bought that pickle juice. Pickle juice? Why, <laughs> golly? Oh, my God. I said, pickle juice? Yeah, that's about it. No, I, I hate pickles. You can just edit that last one. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so the next. Um, okay. Uh, can you guys close your eyes? Don't All right. Fuck. We're and gonna... please use paper towels. I'm going to pause this. Okay. 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 
Okay. All right, so Andrew just put out his so, pick. Yeah, I'm three right here. So I'm two, two. one. And who goes first? Uh, you, you go. No, wait, wait. Yeah, so I set it up. You go first. No, I thought I go last. No, no, you go first. I haven't yeah, had a chance to be last. Yeah, you, the last time you did. What? what? I put my thing out. What? Two. It was me? Yeah, so yeah I, you I fucked fuck yourself over. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbass. <sighs> Dude, this drink is actually pretty dope. This no, pickle I, juice I is love, pretty I fucking love good. Pickle beers. I love pickle beers. I'm gonna have there's to go to my hometown and be like, yo, what's up? Give yeah, me some uh, pickle red, There's a red, there's a cucumber red bud. Yo, it smells terrible, yeah, but it, 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 it tastes weird as fuck, and I kind of like that. All right, white people, shut up. Okay, so this is Zach's, uh, this is yours, yeah. and this is me for yeah. me. You piece of shit. I swear to God, I'm gonna flip this table if I get it. You think I'm fucking around? I will flip this table. Yeah, dude. I'm looking at you, man. All right. You better not flip this fucking table. I'll flip this table, grab my keys, and break. I don't give a... Y'all switch. So what? He... (sighs) Yes! Fuck! I put two of the... No! So we, oh, you built up a toilet. This is IOK router. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, we we are going through our own aspects of body horror. Yeah, right now. like I really wish a monkey had slapped this out of my face and eaten it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really wish for a parasite to take over my brain and just not be here right now. However, I was devious. I thought, ooh. I'm going to put two Dabam and Sandys in there. And I did, and I ended up getting one. Yeah. Hoisted wait, by my own petard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this pickle beer, I can't. I, dude, no, I'm come scared. on. It's not dude, even that bad. Dude, right, you know your problem is you're, you're doing it with your pinky out. You're, you're <laughs> if you want me to Ralph on your fucking carpet, I'll do it, bro. The, but. Okay, the washroom? The Ralph? Like, are you going to use some fucking English? Or? <laughs> what do you say for for, for restroom? What, what's your... Fucking bathroom. I say the shitter. <laughs> and I do. And you can verify that with Nina. I always say, say the, the shitter, shitter or the pisser. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go look for the pisser or the shitter. Oh, excuse me. The pi- it's contextual, though. If yeah. I have to shit, I'm yeah. going to say the shitter. Yeah. If I have to piss, I'm going to say the pisser. <laughs> Even though the shitter and the pisser are usually the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Don't. Oh, garage. Oh, garage. Oh, what do you call it? Wait, wait. You call it a car hole. That's uh, a garage. What do you call it? <laughs> call it a car hole. You call it a car hole? What? That's from The Simpsons. Oh, I don't. I, okay. Okay, my brain is so <laughs> fucked up right now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that Could reference. Could y'all stop talking about The Simpsons? Homer says it's a garage, minutes? and Mo's like, oh, garage, garage. And Homer's like, what do you call it? And Mo's like, the car hole. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, we're we're going to start our Simpsons podcast. Dude, I, so you want to do a Simpsons? Let's do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do it. Dang it, bro. Okay. All right, so we're going to uh, segue you, that bullshit into Ricky O. Ricky O. The best movie we've seen the, all year. The best movie I've seen ever. Yeah, the best movie I've seen in a very long time, man. That was so good. So it is body horror. Why is it body horror? <laughs> One of the very first scenes is like a guy's face getting ripped up. Uh, One of the very first scenes is someone slapping the back of someone's head and their eyeball popping out. <laughs> Or somebody just falling on like a plank with uh, with, with nails. nails in it. Oh man! My favorite scene though was when he punched the guy and it went to an X-ray. Like <laughs> <laughs> his fist breaking the guy's face. Yes, yes. Or when he uppercuts the guy and it just goes under his chin. Oh yeah, through his mouth. So the, so actually, there's a lot of jaw rip, the ripping of jaws off in body horror. I noticed it was in Ricky O, and it's also in the Hellbound Heart, yeah. where Frank rips off someone's jaw. I don't remember. I don't no, remember. no, one of the, one of the guys that yeah. she lures, yeah. that Julie lures back. He rips off the dude's jaw. So that's like a that's like common. I, I, I feel when I was a kid, I was always afraid of locked jaw. Ah, and, and, I, and I feel like it's a you're the main way to communicate. What about Speak. tongues? Like, like I always like biting tongues and tongues getting that's scary. Oh. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's but, like lockjaw, you know. Yeah. You're like, but so in Riccio, there's literally a part where somebody smashes somebody's head like a like a watermelon or yeah. a <laughs> watermelon, just 
It's it's so funny. And what made it funnier was the dubbing did not match the subtitles. Right. You, I think the subtitles were written by the people who, I don't know. The, the subtitles it, were translated by a non-native English. Yes, it, it was. It was the two, dubbing was a better translation. Yeah, yeah, it was two different translation teams. Yeah, but it made sure. it, it made it hilarious. Yeah. It was, but it was great to watch the juxtaposition of bad translation. Yeah, but that kind of movie was just like it was one of the movies where you go, "What? Yes, what the fuck?" And it's so much better to watch it in a group. Yeah, yeah, because the whole group is like, "Oh, what?" And it's if you're afraid of gore. This is cartoonish yeah. gore, so it's, it's it's literally it's a Hong Kong film, but it's based off of a manga. Yeah, yeah. so it's just like the best of both of those things. Yeah, I think yeah. we all recommend it. I think oh, it's yeah, awesome. highly recommend. I think we we'll watch it every year. Yeah, okay. it's definitely in a rotation. Yeah, I went to go buy it, and I have to figure out what version I have to buy. Yeah, it. I would really want to see it. Like, I want to see a cleaned up version of it. I want to see it as clean as possible. I want to see a 4K transfer or like a criterion, like a nice Blu-ray. If Alamo Draft House ever. Plays it in the oh, theater. We, yeah. we have to yeah. go. Oh, I want to see it really cleaned. Like yeah. I, I think it would look great. It was a great. I mean, not the deepest of stories. No. Yeah, like yeah. like a character. Don't scratch the the surface, bro. No, 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 it's, it's not like it's like surface, a character though. that Ricky never spoke a word to would die, <laughs> yeah. and then then it would be raining, and he would be like shouting up into the rain, be like, "No, he's dead." Like, well, you have no relationship to that yeah, character like, whatsoever. You literally saw him one time. You didn't even say anything to him. Yeah. And now he's dead. And you're like, oh, I will avenge him. Yeah. My favorite thing about the movie was the were, were like the English names. Oh. Right? It was just like the most bizarre names that big for these guys. Yeah. Oscar. Oscar. One of the main bad guys that was named Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Andrew. Yeah, there was an Andrew. There was an Quang. Andrew. I was Quang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a great flick. If you haven't seen it, go see it. You yeah. can you can find it. It's, it's body it's horror, normal. but it's it's not horror. It's like yeah. body horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. like body horror kung fu, unintentional comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So well, but, I think but, I think some of it was definitely. It's kind like, of like a schlocky. It's campy. It's, yeah. like, it's a schlocky thing. Like like they knew that it was supposed to be right. funny. Thirteen year old boy would think this is fucking awesome. Yeah. 30-year-old boys, like, we're all in that range, 30-year-old boys, uh, it's funny. Yeah. And fucking awesome, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, um, my dick is on fucking fire right now. <laughs> Why? Whoa, did you I, touch? I took a piss, yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah, it, it's pretty bad. It, so, it, it kind of, it kind of hurts pretty bad. Uh, so, what do you think? You, you, do you talk out of your dick? Oh, you think I'm oh, oh. you can finish this fucking podcast. Oh, what do you want to do? You want to like you want to get some sour cream and rub it on? What do you? Dude, where's that banana? <laughs> oh, you ate, dude. You molested the last banana yeah. in this house. Well, where, do you do you want to like make? Where's the banana peel? Banana peel. I'll, yeah, I'll uh, uncircumcise my dick with that banana no, peel. You know, all right, so uh, it was like you were like uh, Zach was saying it was based off a of manga. Uh, a manga that we actually read for this well, podcast. We'll hold off on that. Okay. Uzumaki. Let's talk about spread first okay. because we're, we're going to hold off yeah. Uzumaki. Uzumaki. Okay. okay. All right. You got to hold off on yeah. that for last. Spread was like the thing and The Walking Dead. The spread was the thing that uh, that never ends. Like, right. You yeah. Know. yeah. The, the, when we say the thing, we mean John, John Carpenter's yeah. slash J- John Campbell, Joseph Campbell, the, hero, the the hero's journey guy, that guy who wrote it. But yeah, it's it's basically if that thing happened for like ten years, and yeah. uh, and is uh, the North is like on a post-apocalyptic wasteland with the thing as an ever-present thing, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a terror, a terror that the main characters have to deal with. But there's a few people who are immune to it. I mean, I I enjoyed this, but I do feel like the art was a little bit like the thing always felt like just a red blob to me, yeah. and the you know the main character and his dialogue always felt like kind of forced. His the main character's name is No, which and, I hated, and he always says No, no yeah, and it just feels well, he has like more this, dialogue than No, but he no, does, no, no, but it's, but it's about like seventy percent yeah. of his dialogue is it's just him saying No yeah. to characters, and it's just like honestly like a a, a better. Better body horror from the same author is Luther Strange. 
Uh, I never, I've never read it. It's, it's good. It's, it's a superhero body. So the the, yeah. the author is Justin Jordan. The art by John Bivens and Felipe Felipe Sorrero. To me, it's the and Kyle Stram. It, it's it's a mix between both are sub, both are par. I'm not gonna say subpar. Both are par. The the writing is just okay. It's just yeah. it, it, it's serviceable. The premise is amazing. Like yeah. if if someone said okay. This is like if the thing took over Antarctica and 10 years later, that's an amazing, yeah. like that, like so many things come to mind and then what they do with it is just, you know, your average survival tale with yeah. like a, 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 a rumble in a, you know, post-apocalyptic yeah. setting in a town or whatever. One of the things that irritated me is that the narrator is the child in, in the story and as things are happening in the story, he'll have a little commentary where it would be like, they'll be arguing, and they'll say something like, but I'm going to impale you. And then the box says, he did. You know? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To me, it's like a more of a humorous device, and it does, it becomes gimmicky in this storytelling. Yeah. The other thing is, the name No. Uh, it's like, it, roll it, your eyes, okay, you're clever, I get it, but... It becomes grating after a while. It, the things I liked was the 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 kind of cult leader villain, you know, the blonde haired guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, villainish. I you know I'm not sure where the story's going because I only read volume one. Yeah, and the artwork, faces, man, what the fuck, dude? Why do people have problems with faces? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like they just put like two dots for eyes basically in half the the panels, man. It was weird. <laughs> what I liked though was that no. The, the hero was Asian, and you don't see a lot. Of, you don't even know that yeah. until they flat out say that yeah. he's yeah. Asian because the fucking art is it's just okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah, the arts it, it's okay. I mean, it's very reminiscent of the thing. All the thing is is like a red blotchy bit of gore with some like spikes. Teeth. Yeah. There's definitely like some teeth that. in there. Yeah. There's anuses in there. Yeah, there's yeah. some sphincters. There's some sphincters, yeah. definitely. The whole thing about hope. Oh, this is hope. Yeah. See, that kind of shit is so gimmicky. I mean, it's like, and it's also so, cliche. Yeah. So the the baby is named Hope, and it's tears. I don't know if it's a. I think it's a it's girl. saliva. It's excretions. Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's tears. It's saliva. Um, will destroy the thing. The thing. The thing. The spread. Which I they feel spread. like I've seen that before, and I just cannot put my finger on. But this reminds me of. Where they you know, try and protect the kid. This kind of reminded me of the movie Children of Men. Yeah. With Maybe that's what it was. Clive Owen. Yeah. But there, I think there was something where, like, I, I can't remember what I had seen recently. And there's a similar thing where this baby or this person is immune and needs to be protected. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I think uh, it's actually The Last of Us. The Last of Us. The Last of Us, which is a great video game. Yeah. Which I mean, is far superior to this. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... It's a 10 out of 10. I mean, here's to be honest. Different formats have different narrative achievements. They have different narrative like benchmarks. The Last of Us was like a narrative achievement in video game storytelling. Yeah. I feel like it is that, that is a masterpiece. Peak, that yeah. is the peak of video game yeah. narrative. That's a masterpiece. And Bioshock was... Bioshock and Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, Xbox Dude, 360. How's your dick feeling right now? It hurts a lot. Yeah, but The Last of Us, right? Yeah, but the, yeah. yeah. No, I but mean, I actually, it's a, I have I, a boner because I'm thinking about The Last of Us. I That's think, how my dick feels. Here's the thing. Is that I, a little girl? I think you'll like it. I think you. I think you would like it, Miguel. I don't have you, PlayStation, you, so uh, it, it feels a little elitist from you assholes. But go ahead. Well, you can okay. come over and play it. But, but but it is a narrative achievement. It's a, it's like the high benchmark for all video games should be judged. I mean, they shouldn't narrative be, narrative right, right wise. but narrative wise, it's storytelling unparalleled. Have you played the the, the Telltale Walking Dead? Yes, yeah, I have. It's really good, but it's it's, it's not this. Not this. Okay, so yeah. compare like eight out of ten compared to. I would say that that's a nine out of ten. I would say this is a ten out of okay. ten. Okay. It's a two short adventure book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an actual which video we game. need to do. A, a, a choose your adventure. A yeah, choose your adventure. I like okay. that. Okay, cool. So the spread. What do you say about it? On a scale of my dick really hurts, or I'm going to cut my own dick off. What do you say? Uh, give it uh, HPV. Yeah. HPV. Okay. Out of AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> do we have to cut the Turn back left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, no, I, I give it 
like a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, like you're totally just, solid. Like a six and a half is solid. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's solid. Yeah. Um, I will say after I read volume one, not gonna. I, I, I don't. I, I don't care to go on. Yeah. However, if someone let me borrow it, I would read it. Yeah. I will say it's free on Comicsology. Okay. Yeah, it's free. I, if you have the service. If you have a library card, volume one is free. I, I will gotcha. say this is good, but if you compare it to the next thing we're going to talk about, which is Uzumaki, it is shit. So, Uzumaki was my so, favorite so we're thing. Going, are we going into it? We're, yeah. Let's do it. Right. Uzumaki was my favorite body horror so, thing. So Uzumaki by is, uh, uh, Ito is his last name. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, Juno, or Yunti or something like that. This is terrible. God damn it. Please. Fuck. Miguel, our diversity our diversity officer. Your diversity hire. Go ahead. Keep talking. I'll find that, 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 Now when we're injured, I'm the writer. You're a writer. Miguel's the diversity. <laughs> He's our diversity <laughs> compliance officer. <laughs> Junji Ito. Junji Ito. Junji. We weren't wrong. We weren't wrong. He's a fucking genius. Well, what? It's, Dude. Okay. First of all, did I, I think this would make a great TV series. Did this bring you back to being a kid? This was, it, 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 in some ways... This brought me back to like. Do you uh, remember the scary stories? Scary stories. Yes. 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 Right. Right. Yeah, the, book, the book. The book. The short story. Yeah. 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 Because this is almost. There, there are bits where you know I feel a little bit like Stephen King because it's yeah. about a town, yeah. right? And it's about kids, but it is an it's an anthology horror story. Yeah. yeah. And. It's all based, it's all thematic, and it's all based around the spiral. My one complaint is that I think it starts unbelievably strong, and the ending is not as, as strong as the, the ending start. is not great. No. no. But, but the beginning is so fucking strong. It's, it's about this guy who starts obsessing about spirals. Yeah. And the main, it's this main character, it's her boyfriend's dad. And she just, like, one day she's walking to school and she just sees him, like, looking at this... Uh, snail. Oh shit! I forgot that he was looking at the snail, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the snail comes back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, 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 Things connect really yeah, well. Yeah, there's a lot. So he's just looking at this snail, and then by the end, he his eyes start swir- like the way the artist draws the eyes. We'll, we'll get. He's into the it. artist so, and the author. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the art, a lot, a lot is, of manga. The it's, art it's, is phenomenal. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of manga, but yeah. this is not. It is not this drawn is not like think. a normal yeah. manga. Yeah, it's drawn very artistically. But yeah, by the end of the first chapter, uh, this guy like breaks all of his bones into a spot into yeah. this, oh. into and goes this into a box, horrific, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like a tube spiral. Yeah. So I think you can definitely tell that this was serialized because everything it's thirty three pages. Oh yeah, and like. Most of the story is like 20, 29 pages, and then at the end, like the last two pages, there's a, a rush to, to finish the story. Yeah. So a lot of sometimes the endings in the in the in the chapters were kind of they felt rushed, but, but they feel yeah. fun. Yeah, they feel fun. They feel fun. Don't get it's, me wrong, I love this. Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> don't start flinging feces right now, bro. Because I know you're like I'm about to spin you in a. <laughs> Fucking spiral, spiral. And break all your bones. But but that was one of the things that that I felt were, were it was kind of forced with this. But even with that, this was still an amazing story. Oh right? yeah. My favorite one was the the pregnant women who Oof. basically were mosquitoes. Oh my god! And then we're experiencing that. We're speaking the beginning of a mosquito infestation in Central Texas. Yeah. Which yeah. is why that was so gross to me. I'm yeah. sorry for no 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 no. It's just it's excuse, like, excuse me excuse me. <laughs> It's okay, Alex Jones. It's okay. <laughs> Excuse me. There was there were some chapters that were lighter than other chapters. For sure, there were some that were kind of skippable. Like the Medusa one was a little bit lacking. Where yeah. where where her hair is spirals and her hair kills. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not. Or even the last one, like Lost Chapters, the Galaxies. Then that didn't add anything. Uh, yeah, I was I honestly, well, I was it was asleep. it was kind of a lot. It was a lot. I think it was a cut. Yeah, it was like cut. the weakest one, and I think that. What it did was kind of make it a little bit more cosmic to make it yeah. a little bit more, and, and and it didn't really match Shuichi's character. Yeah, in a lot of ways, like yeah. it wasn't him. Yeah, 
The snail. I, my favorite oh my one was the snail one. It was so gross. Because <laughs> you see the kid transforming. He's like sweating in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like how it just pump out. Yeah. Oh, man. It was so gross and it was kind of funny. And when they have like... The kid who's really slow, right? And he becomes a Slowly. Snail. That was what made me think of, like, shit being a kid. Yeah. Where it's like, it's the guy's like, oh, my big toe or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's so slow. And yeah. then he turns into a snail. Yeah. And then the bully turns into a snail. And the and kids then, watch as they're having sex. And they're all saying... Those are two male snails, <laughs> and the teacher's like, "Well, actually, they turn uh, into hermaphrodites. Yeah, they're ha- snails are hermaphrodites. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or even later on when the snails uh, come back. Yeah, they, come, they, back. Come, they back. come back. right at the end. Yeah, and um, you know, so this small island has kind of gone to shit because of all these spirals. Well, the story turns into. Manga, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the spiral. Like, yeah, dudes yeah. like traveling with on spiral. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it turns into I, like a super. Yeah, I did, but I, I kind of enjoyed. I don't know if anyone. I, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it seemed like some of the gangsters riding on the spirals and stuff were Americans because they say something like Wilco Foxtrot when they're like going through and they're destroying cities. Yeah, and I think you know Japan has a unique history in that. Yeah, they're the only ones to ever get nuclear bombed. And Americans only want to ever drop a nuclear bomb. Yeah. And so I think that's a little we bit like... We fucked them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, so what, them. what were you saying about the... Well, I was just going to say that... Um, so, with those snails, when they come back later on, people are eating them. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're like dragging along some kid because he's in the process yeah. of turning into a snail. And, and they want to wait until he turns into a snail so that they can fucking eat him. Yeah. And, and they still have... Faces though, like, oh, that's the a snails, really f- yeah. the snails like still have faces. They have hair. Yeah, they have like a jaw and shit. And then they just like there's a moment where like someone crawls all the way inside of the yeah. snail to eat every single bit yeah. of it. The the ceramic, you know, the whole ceramic storyline that kind of went through it, where they're getting he was getting clay. He's oh, this is my secret. I'm getting clay from the bottom of this pond. He's he, Suichi. Hears his dad screaming for him, yeah. and goes back to the to the kiln to check it out. That was awesome. Like, yeah. yeah, that, that was like whole, the fourth was, or fifth chapter. Yeah. Is really, and it was terrifying. Yeah. It was kind of emotional. It was just like every, that, that's why I feel like it peaked very quickly, yeah. and then then it just became a a, a very pulpy cereal. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, speaking of, I was gonna say uh, in the beginning, there's that one that's uh, chapter three, the scar. Where it's this woman who's so beautiful that everybody like oh, yeah. is coming at her and like yeah. she's like please but I'm just normal whatever and so this scar she has this kind of beauty scar kind of like uh, Harry Potter or whatever and then it looks like a crescent at first. Yeah, yeah and then little by little it becomes a spiral oh. and then it just devours her whole fucking face and you see her eye get swallowed up into, yeah, into the spiral into the, yeah. and then it just takes her whole face and it's like if you think about it if somebody were to tell me. Dude, read this horror book about a spiral. You're like, that's so stupid. Yeah. How is this? This was terrifying, and it's all it is is spirals. Yeah. How the fuck does he make a horror well, some manga are, about spirals? Some of them are amazing. Than others, yeah. and, and some of them are really like, ah, whatever. Yeah, so, some of them are, are literally like just a punchline at yeah. the end. Yeah, like yeah. There, there's one where there's this guy who like he likes he has a thing for the main character and he jumps out of the, Jack in the Box. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a Jack in the Box yeah. and he he likes to jump out of the bushes and scare her. And then he's like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll show you my love for you by stopping this car. And he jumps out in front of a car yeah. and it. Hits him and then he get. Of course, because it's a spiral, he gets <laughs> twisted inside of yeah. the top, the the uh, the wheel. Right, that his body. Work. It's so the art is so amazing. Yeah. It shows him like his body's like crumpled in between the yeah. wheel and the, and the body of the car. Anyway, so they bury him. Eventually, <laughs> he he had given her a oh, jack in the box, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And and so I died for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I died for you, or whatever. And then and then uh. So her boyfriend and her go back to like excise it or whatever, yeah. and, and they're there. He's like gonna the Su, Suichi's gonna yeah. stab a stake in its heart because he's like, oh, it's a, you know a vampire or whatever. It's it's infected by the spiral. It comes out and it starts it starts jumping at her, and then it's it's super disgusting. It's like its leg pops off, and yeah. then well, actually at first it jumps. And you're thinking, like, it's jumping really high, and it's, like, its whole body is, like, covered in these sutures. And then when it lands, it's, like, 
unzips and all of its yeah. guts just splash it's out. Yeah. It's, it's super gross. And then he keeps jumping after them, and then a leg will pop off, and another leg will pop off. Then there's just like this spring, and it's just like this jack. It's the, it, it's the spring it's from the, the spring. car. Yeah, it's like the the spoke from the car or whatever the the suspension from the car. It's just like it's just this gag, yeah. but and that's what reminded me so much of like being a kid, where it's just like they he very clever. I would it, it's clever, but it's not smart. Like right. the way it's, he sets it up, it's just cheesy, but it's just pulpy good. It's like fun. Looney Tunes. It's yeah. Looney Tunes. It's, it's, it is yeah. Looney Tunes. But the yeah. art is so amazing. The, the yeah, art is yeah. incredible. Oh. The art is also terrifying. But what did you guys think about this? Where the author, the author who's also the illustrator, becomes part of the story. Oh, uh, it he does a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, but he's like, oh, and I'm just like, I had to study a lot about spirals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see him kind of go crazy within this, while he's writing this book. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. To me, yeah. that was that was hilarious. I mean, I don't, it wasn't hilarious, but it was just like a nice touch to the whole thing. Yeah, and, and uh, I was reading up a little bit on it, and he was trying to subvert the... So he was saying that spirals in Japanese culture or in anime culture um, represent goodness because a lot of times they'll put spirals on cheeks yeah. in the artwork and the cheeks are to, to represent like a, a good... Affection? Like, affection or just like a cute face sort of thing. And he wanted to go, you know, take that on its opposite side and turn spirals into... Evil, dark, twisted yeah. shit, and I think he succeeded immensely. Yeah, yeah. I love how he pulls. You know, he he's Japanese. He's writing manga, and he pulls so far away from the source of his culture and his is. He doesn't fall into any kind of uh, anime tropes. There's never like a moment of like a character doing those things that you see in manga that are like really generic annoying moments that I, 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 I mean, I don't, I like the, the there's, 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 a, there's, a, there's, an a, there's an A to a B storyline, right? Yeah. Like it yeah. goes from, it's clear. There's a plot line, regardless of, of how ridiculous it is. You, you, you're not losing track of where the story, where each yeah. chapter is. So if I can real quick, so essentially they're, they're on a, an Island and you're kind of throughout the chapters, um, more and more, the island is going into chaos, and so eventually, spiral, spiral into chaos. Spiral, God damn <laughs> Sorry to tell you. God damn it, that's awesome. So it's spiraling into chaos until towards the very end of it. The island has been decimated by these twisters or these hurricanes or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, by the spiral, but yeah, by the spiral, and then in the end, we we find out that the this city was built on. Uh, they had like row houses, and these row houses were built in a spiral pattern. And those row houses are the ones that are um, kind of indestructible, right? Yeah. And when you when you find out about it, the author originally he just wanted to write about that row house. He wanted to write about a row houses that were in a spiral pattern. Yeah. So he built everything else uh-huh. around that fucking story to yeah. tell, and it's fucking crazy. So then, uh, all right. So the 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 row house. Oh. The, the the when the people like they're trying to escape from all the danger that's outside, right? And so they jump in, uh, they jump into the road, uh, into these row houses, and so they pack themselves in, and then because they're so packed in, their bodies become intertwined, and so they're essentially one huge organism. Yeah, it's it's that, insane. That was actually the the to me. I'm I get kind of claustrophobic thinking about being in a tight space. Irritates yeah. me, makes me really anxious. Yeah, perfect. but but the row house, the row houses where they're all packed in like sardines. That was an awesome touch. Yeah, and then the, the cool thing was like they were just throwing out their dead. Yeah, yeah. Throw out, so it's kind of like Monty Python. Throw out your dead. This was the first manga I've ever read, and it was amazing. Yeah. And he has a couple other. I want to check them out. I'm definitely going to check. Like, like, I'm literally going to Austin Books yeah. Comics tomorrow, probably to pick well, it up. What do you, what other? Books does he have? Because I saw a couple that didn't seem as high rated on Goodreads. This this came up when I was doing research for this this episode of a reading list. This came up on every single body horror reading list. Uh I haven't read. I I don't. I don't know that anything else he's done has. But this was absolutely my favorite of the body horror. uh, Yeah, I highly recommend this. I I I really like this, and I really liked Hellbound Heart. Me too. 
Yeah, oh, I loved it. He had a he has other uh, stuff like Tommy, the flesh colored horror, the face burglar. So he has a bunch of stuff. I'm gonna out check there. that shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this is read like absolute define. You need to read this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, especially if you have any kind of inkling and you like manga or if you like anime, if you like Japanese video games. This is it. Like, you have to check this out, especially if you like horror. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, highly recommend well, it. I don't like any of that shit, and I love this. Yeah. So, you don't need to have your world, your, you know, you don't need to be in any of those worlds to appreciate this. Good, what I feel like, good horror, good stories is good regardless of what genre it is, and this is definitely good. We, we were drinking Blood Nani beer. Yeah. This is a great, this is, that, that was my favorite we read. Yeah, I agree. This, this is, this is body horror. What are we reading next time? Greg? I'm so glad we're done Shit, with fucking I don't, body horror. Man, we'll um, to figure it out. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Our website, booksandbeer.blogspot.com. I think I don't even know our website. Uh, I think it's books booksbeer.blogspot.com is our website. Well, we'll get a real website at some point. At, at some point, yeah. yeah. But oneofus.net, thank you so much for hosting us. Yeah, this is a blast every time. I love you guys, man. <laughs> And yeah, Zach's in his underwear. Yeah, I'm naked. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, we're never doing this again. My, my We've done dinner, it. I am never going to eat any more hot nuggets like that. <laughs> Fuck that. Yes. But we sacrifice for y'all, yeah. so I hope you appreciate it. All right. Thanks for All right. listening. Thanks for listening, guys.